Hello, everybody. Welcome to another week of one-on-one podcast. This is your girl, Rita Ree, and I am back. I know that I had like a long break. I had to get a lot of stuff together. Everything was just like all over the place. I had to get my laptop. I had to do all of these fun things to make sure that this podcast is brought to you in top quality, that you get the best and nothing short of that. So, you know, um, I am thankful and I'm really, really happy for all the people who continue to listen, Um, even with my inconsistencies of posting my different weekly little segments. But I really, really appreciate it, you know, because you could be doing something else. I also appreciate the encouragement. Um, A person reached out to me um via social media it was just like you know I really like what you're doing so it was just encouragement like that that lets me know that me doing this is not a waste of time um because I feel like it's going to grow from being my own little mental health journal to being something that people can kind of just like have a mental break and take away from so I do that sometimes sing randomly um What we're going to talk about today, I feel like just in the season of things kind of transitioning to new school year starting, I myself am starting next week. Um, I got like literally one year left before I graduate with my bachelor's. I'm super excited, super proud of myself that I really stayed focused and just like stuck to it. But I also want to highlight like high school, middle school, elementary school kids starting And this particular topic was brought up because of my little cousin actually starting eighth grade this year. And it was one of the things that they brought up for parents to talk about and to inform their kids about um, because they're getting older. So in starting eighth grade, I really don't remember or recall having these conversations in eighth grade because at the time I wasn't thinking about popping cat and letting a little boy do what he was gonna do to me or whatever but this day and age people do a whole lot more and kids be you know exposed to a whole lot more and yeah so um one of the takeaways that they had at their meeting greet with their teachers was that parents needed to have a conversation with their children about sex I bring this up in this podcast because I feel like one Um, It's a lot of people that is my age um, that have kids, even though they're not in eighth grade yet, or some maybe, I'm not entirely sure of their life situations, but they have siblings, they have cousins, and they can be that voice that kind of just helps their, you know, younger family members or whatever in this situation if they're starting middle school or high school. So sex is a big topic, and honestly, I feel like me not being a parent, I'm not entirely sure of when the right time is to really expose your kids to that conversation with you, but I feel like me being a cousin and me being um, a little sister to my older brother or whatever, and me just kind of being an influence to a lot of my younger siblings or younger family members and the conversations that I have had previously with my male cousins who are younger than me, I definitely feel like the sooner the better. And I say that because 
once again, it's exposure. You know, everybody, this day and age, all these kids are on social media. Either the kids got a phone, they got a tablet, they have a computer. They're, they have access to any of these things. I remember when we had to lie about our ages to get onto certain social media platforms. Now these kids are lying about it and it's not that big of a deal. Back then it was like, my parents knew I was lying about my age, I'm going to get in trouble. You know, so they're on like Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, um, they have other like social media platforms. Kids who are younger do the little TikTok app where they like listen to certain little snippets of music and do dance moves or whatever they're like reenacting. So within all of this, they have the ability to not only hit that lovely search engine that we all go to probably daily, which is Google, they can literally find this stuff being posted from other people on these social media platforms. And that in itself kind of really isn't as great um, for these kids and the exposure that they're getting to it because they're really not getting any background information on it. They can go on Twitter and see people fucking left and right. You know, somebody got they vagina wide open, getting busted open with a, a big penis in it, going in and out, and they just like, oh, my God, you know, and that's their first glimpse of sex. And then they know that it's something that they probably shouldn't be seeing, so then it's hard for them to go to their parents or anybody that's around them with maturity and intelligence and knowledge about it that can really give them something that they can go on and they're hiding it, you know? So then instead of just going to them and asking them questions like, what's this or what is sex? Or, you know, I seen this and my body parts got hot. My little twat started getting heated up or, you know, my thing stood up, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know what other kind of little metaphors I can go with that. Probably so many more, but at the moment I can't think. And because they're not having these conversations in the correct dialogue with the right people, then it kind of just starts them off on the wrong path. I say this because me having a conversation with my cousin about sex, she immediately jumps into the defensive of, oh, you know, I know my grandparents will get me and I'm not going to be doing it, blah, blah, blah. And she wants to brush me off. But me paying attention to certain things that she puts on social media, like I know that she knows about sex. She's made statements and comments about things that indicates that she's very aware of what sex is and how it all works but she wants to portray this image that she's innocent and for me that's dangerous because I feel like you're in the eighth grade you're getting older next year you'll be in, you'll be a freshman you'll be in high school and mainly that's when people really truly start busting it wide open for their little boyfriends because they didn't say something hot over the summertime and they ready to do it I mean, I've been there, I've done that, and it's not something that she wants to go down. Not just for the purposes of, like, STDs and babies, but it's the emotional welfare, welfare that comes with that situation that a lot of people are not ready for. Really, the emotional aspect and the, the, like, the mental aspect of it after you have sex with somebody is the part that really is, like, the, the seriousness of it. I mean, yes, pregnancies, STDs, and all the other stuff is serious, too, but being young and you decide to want to give your body to a person when you really don't even know who you are you don't even know their intentions really they could just be saying anything just to get their little whistles wet as my grandma used to say and once they do it and then they go mess with somebody else now you sitting here dealing with the fact that you really feel like you in love with this person because you didn't slept with them then two, you feel like you betrayed because they moved on to somebody else. Then three, if they really immature like typical little boys is around their age range, they gonna tell all their friends that they didn't slept with you. So now 
you got to deal with everybody knowing your business and the other boys trying to come at you because now you deemed as being easy or they feel like they can hit because old boy hit little John John down the street got some so now little Timmy or little Tony or Dontavious or something want to come hit and smash or whatever the case may be and that's something that you 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 just really got to expose these younger kids to because everybody think it's all fun and games when they on social media and they see people together and they like, oh, that's relationship goals. But you really don't know that, that what what all goes into a relationship. And it's kind of jumps back to my previous um, episode of growing a fuck up hoes because it's a lot of stuff that parents do not tell their kids when they're growing up they kind of give you the basics of oh you know be okay be happy being a kid and you don't have to really worry about that but now in this day and age kids are really actually being forced to be older and being forced out of the 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 innocent childhood because they're on social media social media really displays a whole lot and I don't care if you have restrictions on your stuff if you feel like you making sure these kids can't add certain things it's still pedophiles out here it's still grown-ass little kids out here that's exposed to stuff because they families don't pay attention to what they looking at and they making friends and all these kids live for likes and they live for a bunch of followers and all of this little crazy stuff that they put on there to get people to want to talk to them and like them and follow them and constantly, you know, just make it seem as if they're popular online because it's such a big thing for them that they get to see this stuff all the time. It's not something that you truly can, like, prevent them from seeing. I have a niece who's 10, and we literally are having a conversation about, like, homosexuality. We're sitting at the table coloring, and... We just having a back and forth conversation because I talk to all of my cousins and I talk to my niece the same way. I'm not going to talk to you like you a little bitty kid. I'm going to have an age appropriate conversation with you. And me talking to you lets me kind of feel where your mindset is at and the stuff that you are open to and the stuff that you actually listen to and look at. And it lets me know, too, how you're comprehending all of this stuff that's going on because... You know, it's everything isn't how it used to be. Even my age range, we watched a bunch like in the like nineties kids, we straight watched a bunch of Disney movies that had so many sexual innuendos in it that it was crazy. Like watching it now as an adult, you see so much stuff in Shrek, you see so much stuff in SpongeBob, you see all these different little hidden little things in like Aladdin and all of these little movies or whatever that you don't catch until you get older. Because of course, as a young kid, you're not looking for those things. You're not aware of that. So now knowing that these kids don't even have to watch cartoons and it's hidden, it's out in the open. You got homosexuality that's out in the open. And that's not a problem. I'm not a person who feels like, oh, if my kids see two females or two males or transgender people kissing or doing something, that that's going to corrupt them. Because clearly, for all these years, you've been seeing straight people bumping uglies on the dang on TV screen and kissing each other. And, I mean, what's the excuse for people who turn out to be gay? So you telling me that two straight people kissing made a person gay so how can two gay people kissing make another person gay that's not going to influence them that's just making them know okay it's more to life than just the traditional man and woman setting that's another conversation for another day but all I was getting at was is that my take on that situation is I'm not one of those people who ready to put up a pitchfork and go stick somebody on a, a, a witch hook and burn them to death because they decide to want to love who they their hearts decided that they wanted to love so 
that's just another conversation that you have to have. But me having a conversation with my niece let me know that these are things that she's getting exposed to that are not conversations that we have on a daily. And that's that's a big thing for me. Like, that's that's really, really big because I want a lot of the conversations that my younger family members have and my niece and my siblings, whatever, have. I want that to be... I want it to be with the person who knows what they're talking about. I want it to be with a person who is not biased of their opinion, so they just kind of teach a one-sided version of it. I want them to tell them the whole spiel of it, and if they aren't very knowledgeable of it, I want them to do research so they can research the information and then come back to them, and then they can tell them the correct information. Because the worst thing is to have a kid go out in the world with your horrible biased views and then, like, put that on other people that's how you got racism that's how you got homophobia that's how you got fat phobia that's how you got like people just walking around hating people just because they breathing those are like old taught biases and like hate and they're pushing it on their kids and then it just becomes another generation of fucked up ass people that's in this world that's still spewing out more hate to other people for no apparent reason at all so, you know, that was just kind of like my little my little tangent that I went on there. But like honing it back in and reeling it right back in. You know, having the sex talk with younger kids or whatever is may not be the easiest thing because you really don't know how to approach it. You don't want to just sit down next to them and go, hey, you know, so let's talk about sex. You know, because you never know their take on it or how comfortable they feel with you to even have that conversation. And you definitely want to make them feel comfortable you want them to be comfortable so they're honest and open with you about things because you never know. You could be in a household right now with a person who's younger than you and you don't even think they probably popping cat or sending nudes or sexting or any of that and you don't even know half the stuff they could probably be in their little tablets and their phones and these little apps that they know how to hide stuff. I was a sneaky person when I was younger. I knew that I wasn't supposed to be doing certain things so I definitely made sure that I covered my tracks. But guess what? These kids have even more and they know more than we do on certain things with technology so I'm pretty sure they find ways to try to hide certain stuff too and I just feel like if you are a person who you know you they're comfortable with you and you can have that dialogue with them then I say do it I say open that that conversation up you don't have to go graphic you don't have to go pull up porn you don't have to bring up certain images unless you like referring to like maybe STDs or like abortion situations and just all that kind of, you know, all of that stuff that kind of goes into it when you get a little further into the sex talk. But, I mean, I feel like you definitely just need to just have that conversation. Ask them questions. You know, like, hey, what is sex to you? What do you think that it is? You know, be open and honest. This is not a conversation where you're going to get in trouble. I feel that, you know, you're coming of age, and this is a conversation we need to have because people your age are out here having kids. People your age are out here with STDs people your age are out here just having sex in general and you never know what could have been the motives for them having sex they could have been molested they could have been exposed to it in a negative way they could have you know had a person who was their age and you know they seen some stuff and it just went too far you never know what the situation could be they could have seen their parents having sex or watching something they shouldn't have been watching it's all kind of reasons for people or younger kids or whatever going into sex with such a naive mindset. And it's your responsibility as the older person knowing 
what you know to pass that information down and don't do the typical thing that our parents did, which is try to scare us. Don't have sex until you're you're married or, you know, don't do this, that, and the third because you need to make sure that you're ready and blah, 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 blah. You're not giving them no more information other than don't do it until you're married. No, tell them everything that goes into it. Sex is emotionally taxing. You get soul ties. You get attached to people that you really don't even like. You know, lust is a strong thing. You can get, your hormones could be raging. You could see a person be like, damn, they fine. I want to have sex with them. And next thing you know, you out here giving your body to people that you wouldn't even give a dollar to. And, and, it, and when you're young and you don't have control or knowledge of yourself and knowledge of your body and what is what you want to accept in and out of, out of your life and in and out of your body, then yeah, you're going to go for the, the okie doke with a bunch of lames, a bunch of trash people that you really don't want to do that. You might regret that stuff later on. And you never know. If you're not and if you're not telling them about these types of things, then guess what's gonna happen? You know, they're gonna find out on their own. And sometimes they find out the hard way. Sometimes they come to you with a conversation like, hey, I miss my period, I'm pregnant. Or the boy come up to you and be like, hey, such and such she pregnant. Or I'm pissing fiery lakes. How can I fix this? You know, or I got this weird bump down there and it hurt real bad. And other bumps have popped up and now everything itch and it hurts and it burns at the same time. And you don't want them to come to you with the conversation of the results of them having sex. You want them to come to you with the conversation of their thoughts before having sex. You want them that comfortable so that way you can kind of be the person that is like, I, you know, let me come in. Let me do a little interference with this situation. Because you don't want to make them feel guilty for feeling the way that they feel because it's natural. It's their bodies. Our bodies did the exact same thing when we were that age. It's just like now these kids are exposed to so much. So now it's more pressure to do this. It's more pressure. And with all of these shows that they're watching, all their shows are like reality TV shows for kids. So none of it is really like kid based. They don't really have kid issues anymore. We can sit and look at SpongeBob and chuckle our eyes out for laughing because it's an episode because spongebob made a hamburger with no pickles or something and the end of result was the nigga was lying about the pickles now these kids is up here looking at basketball wives and loving hip-hop and ass injections and, and breast implants and fake weaves and stuff and you know they just they have such an altered view of what beauty really is and it's not really telling them that they're beautiful within themselves and then that kind of just like is a good segue into the um Beyonce song that she made I mean of course there's tons of other songs this is just more current one um of just being happy within your skin and you know just being you I mean I can think of the NDRE song um what is the name of that song Jesus I can't even think of it y'all know what I'm talking about because y'all didn't heard the song where she's just like embracing her naturalness and she doesn't really have to do the glitz and glam and the same way with the Beyonce song of brown skin girl you know just promoting being your natural self being happy within yourself and not allowing other people to dictate and tell you what the standard is allows you to make better decisions about yourself because you begin to be comfortable with yourself enough to learn yourself and then it opens you up to have a better dialogue with other people about it and I know for one that 
a lot of my decisions that I made at a younger age was because I did not know myself and I did not love myself enough to get the help that I needed or even seek out the help that I needed. And then I was so young that I didn't even know that I needed to seek all of this stuff out to get to know myself as a whole, to understand what I will and won't accept. And so now that me being 25, almost 26, September 5th, whoop, whoop, birthday around the corner. Sorry, had to do that. Um, But now that me getting older, I have a better mindset about things. I'm just like, man, a lot of the decisions that I made when I was younger, I really, truly would not have done. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have given two looks some of the people that I've dated way. So, you know, I'm just... I'm just kind of more so like in this maturing state and I feel like these are things that we should talk about and I know that you know our parents were just winging it the same way that if I was to have a kid a lot of the stuff I will wing it because I don't have the the manual of life to dictate every single day of how to take care of a child a little bitty human into the world so I get it you know some people just kind of are on their old ways of doing things and sometimes that works and then sometimes you just kind of have to switch it up for the generation that you're currently trying to influence because they have so many different things influencing them and you just don't want to be that like old traditional voice in the background that they just gonna push to the back burner that won't come out until they make a mistake so yeah you know that was that was my little segment for today um and just you know educating educating the kids on stuff like that you know I'm all for kids I'm literally going to school to be a child psychologist so this topic right here is kind of got me all like over the place because I know that with the right conversation the right influence the right people the right role models you can make a huge difference in people's lives especially these young kids because they're soaking that stuff up you may think they on their phones and they're not listening I promise you they are they are paying attention to everything that is going on But you have to speak their language. You sometimes have to drop it down. And instead of coming at them like the older person that you are, you need to think about, okay, this is their mindset. This is what they're doing right now. How can I become relatable to them to be able to tell them this information and they stick with it and they have it in their head? That way that their peers, their outside factors, social media, anything that they are looking at that is not your voice and what you're telling them will give them some kind of urge to want to do it. You know what I'm saying? They need to know like, okay, boom, my mama or my cousin or my whoever that's close to me told me this information. I know the truth. So when Lil John John come to me talking about he just want to stick the tip in and that's it, I know it's a lie. Or when Letitia come and talking about she just want to give me head, I know what that's going to lead to. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't put a condom on. I ain't, you know, I'm on birth control. Screw all of that. And just to be fair, I am a woman, but females lie. So do so do niggas. But females, we we a little we a little bit more. How can I put this? Um, trickier than guys can be. Yes, we get emotional for the little nappy headed little boys that we do like, and that tends to blind us from reality and make us feel like you know. We need to be dumb to to all of their mess, but re, being realistic. As we get older, females learn how to play the game. And the last thing you want is to have a son and he get played by a female and you could have hipped him up on the game already. You know what I'm saying? It's just being real. 
in in the same way, hip, hipping your daughters up to what dudes do. We all say that little slick stuff. We say that little shiesty stuff. When you sneak in, it feels better. When you feeling like you're going to get caught, it makes you want to do it more. When your parents tell you no, it makes you like, man, I really got to do this. And it's just the being a teenager in that developmental stage and feeling like your older people don't know what they're talking about and nobody understands you and you want to be rebellious just because you want to be rebellious. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just need to have these real conversations. Because having a real conversation and treating them like the young adults that they are or the growing and maturing the little young adults that they're going to be helps a lot. Because if you talking to these kids and they up in the teen years and you acting like they 10 or they 5 or they 6 and you not having a proper age appropriate conversations with them, you about to be having some improper not age appropriate conversations with them when it comes to them having STDs or babies on the way and all this little other stuff. So words of the wise let's let's help these babies let's pump this information in them let's tutor them let's encourage them let's be their role models you know and even if you feel like your life particularly isn't one set to be a role model for a younger kid because maybe you don't have them like myself or you know maybe you just feel like I don't really deal with kids so why is it that I need to be a role model it's perfectly fine I'm not putting any pressure on you to do it but I'm saying if you got younger siblings in your life and you can tell them information that they need to know I don't care how annoying they may be because my little cousin can be quite frankly very annoying but she's just in the age bracket where little stuff that she do is appropriate for her age but me being 25 I'm like good god I'm so thankful I don't have younger siblings so you know it's just but you still need to have a conversation with them because they will listen because they look at you as being you know, uh, a, a big sister, a big brother, or, you know, whatever. You're like the older sibling that's cooler. You know, you drive. You got your own place. You got things. You got a job. You're not they parents, or you're not somebody who dictating and telling them what to do. So they have a little bit more respect for you, like any teenage person would, like any young adult would, because we were all in that phase, too. You know, our parents told us stuff we didn't believe it, or we was just like, yeah, 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 whatever, you know, and the story goes on. But in reality, they were telling us real shit. And we needed to listen. So I'm just, you know, blessing your ears with that for today. Um, my next lovely little hot segment is um, all about me because I just want to brag about me for a minute. Well, not necessarily brag, but just having a lovely conversation so as i stated before in the beginning of this um episode that i have gotten upgraded equipment that i am still upgrading stuff that i'm still getting things in order to make this podcast the best that it can possibly be so i just definitely want you all to continue to listen critique me contact me on all my social media i literally have been revamping all my social media to be in one-on-one podcast so my facebook probably is the only thing that does not have one-on-one pot no lies facebook and snapchat so my facebook is my name Rita neil of course on all these platforms i am definitely posting my episodes so you can go to any of these platforms hit that lovely little button of share like comment go ahead and follow it on anchor you know, um, listen to on SoundCloud, Pocket Cast. Um, I just created a SoundCloud, which is one-on-one pod. I definitely will be posting it on there. Anchor is my number one place that I post it on. Um, but I'll be sharing on my Twitter, which is one-on-one pod. Um, 
on my Snapchat, which is Arnell 1957. I'm going to be revamping that name to 101 Pod as well. Um, on what else? Instagram, 101 Pod on Instagram. Facebook still is my name, Rita Neal. So definitely reach out. Definitely comment. If you feel like you want me to talk about some stuff that you just think is important, and once again, you just want my opinion on, you want, you know. To see where my head is at with the situation, I definitely will take it. If you feel like you got some critiques on how this can sound better, or if you got some hints, I am all open. If you're going to be ignorant, <laughs> just know that I'll be ignorant back, okay? <laughs> the Lord is working on me, but I ain't there yet, my niggas. So try me not, because I will come for that ass if you're coming for me. Um, But yeah, you know, I'm all about positivity. So... I'm open, my niggas. I'm open or whatever. But um, my next episode, I definitely will have a special guest on there. Hopefully, you all will like what we talk about. Hopefully, you all will listen, 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 because I'm going to flood your timelines with my constant episodes and get them listens up because I really want to get out there and just like let people hear me talk about good shit and maybe things that we need to talk about. So, yeah, you know, um, yeah. So after I shouted out all my little social media, you already know my three E's at the end of the show, which is one, educate yourself on whatever it is that I was just talking about, which is pertaining to having the sex talk with your young adults, becoming young adults or teenage people. All you little persons that's growing up in the world have the conversation each each age has an age-appropriate conversation about sex, body parts, and who they are and self-love. So definitely look that up. Um, it's a developmental thing, and you always want them to have a positive internal voice. So that way, no matter what negativity that they have come at them as they're growing up, they will always have that positive core, that positive center to just repel that shit. I mean, they're human, so sometimes stuff will penetrate, but you don't want the wrong things penetrating. You get what, I fi- you get what I'm going with that? you get it number two embrace embrace it embrace the knowledge embrace people in your life embrace love embrace life just embrace it all you know take it all in let it be a a learning lesson let it resonate in your soul and spirit and mind body and everything you know let everything be aligned and on one accord so that you know you can just keep enjoying life you don't have to deal with the simple little mental struggles you get me and then lastly, enjoy. Enjoy the conversations you have. Enjoy the feelings that you get when you listen to this and you're just like, man, I really agree or man, I don't agree. Let's have a talk. Let's have a conversation about it. You know, just enjoy life because you only get one. So let's make the best of it. I don't care how you feeling. If you was depressed as hell today and didn't want to get out the bed, guess what? Me too. Every day is a struggle. Every day is a literal struggle. And in my previous episodes, I have explained that I have been diagnosed with major depressive disorder and general anxiety disorder. So just imagine that is a mixture for hell. You know, you always in your head about shit and you can never get anything done because procrastination is your best friend. You don't ever want to allow yourself to get so like just sunk in this place where you just embracing the wrong thing. So whenever you feeling depressed, do the exact opposite. If it's hard, listen to this podcast and get your ass up. Breathe. Get a glass of water. Brush your teeth. Wash your ass. 
You know, sometimes the simple things of cleaning hygiene, like clean hygiene, good hygiene practices there can definitely make a difference. You know, fold that basket of clothes that's been sitting in your corner for forever. I know I just came for a lot of people because I came for myself today. Um, Cook something healthy. You know, take your dog out for a walk or go for a little 30-minute walk. Anything that will make you feel like you are enjoying the current moment in your life is all that matters. Good mental health is one day at a time. It's one talk at a time. It's one therapy session at a time. It's one book read. It's one movie watch. It's little things that help you get through your life and get through your day and to just really just chunk down all those negative feelings. We see so much negative shit daily that we need to constantly pump positivity within ourselves. So I thank you all again for listening to one-on-one podcast. And I definitely will bless your ears next week with an episode because I'm going to be consistent, y'all. And if I'm not, sticking to it. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Bye.